Welcome to an ep- another episode of Two Speak Geek, and yes, you heard us right. It is only a week later, and we're here. What up? What up? How about that? Yeah, we're trying. We're gonna try uh, to do weekly episodes now. Try being the operative word here. Well, we learned and, that uh, we're gonna try to do weekly, shorter episodes so we can get the, all the latest and greatest in pop culture, video games, movies, TV shows, and wrestling news to you as quickly as possible. Because. I'm not a mind reader, but I know some of you are sitting there listening to our episodes going, man, this shit is two weeks old. What the hell? Yeah. Dude, in the so. world in the world of geek and pop culture, things change and happen so fast that we got to bring it in and we have to put in the extra effort for you guys. But that's what we're here for, damn it. So you guys can listen to two exactly. geeks speak. Did you just say two geeks speak? That's why they're here, so they can listen to two geeks speak. Oh, two geeks speak. I was like, dude, you said our show name wrong. Okay, I mean, I'm not that stoned yet, all right? The day's still early, but oh, we're, we're getting there. We're a few beers in. We'll see what happens. Hey, you know what was fucked up was April Fool's Day. I did. I forgot it was April Fool's Day, and I fell for every <laughs> single fake post on the internet. You you were sending them to me, and I was like, oh, Tony, you're like my... You're, you're. I was sending everything. I was like, oh, my God, Henry Cavill's back for two more movies. I was like, wait a minute. And you were like, bro, it's April Fool's. I was like, it is? Well, like, you you sent me that, and, like, I'll admit it, like an idiot, I looked there at first, and I was like, wait a second, is he coming back? And then I just, I went to the uh, Twitter machine there, and I typed in Henry Cavill, and the only thing that was trending with him was his shirt off. And I'm like, clearly he's not coming back for Superman. I mean, Henry Cavill trending with his shirt off is just, you know, that's a normal everyday thing, so. First of all, I am I am, I am a big man. I'm a bigger guy. I work out, you know, pretty muscular. But there are very few people in this world who I feel would make me feel like an inferior human being. And it's Henry Cavill and it's The Rock. Like, I've, and other than that, I don't think there's many other people who can. And Chris Hemsworth. You know what? No, not even Chris Hemsworth. Because I've seen Chris Hemsworth <laughs> in that movie, The Harder to See, with Ron Howard, where he lost a bunch of weight. And that's how I like to picture him in my head. It's just God. super skinny and gangly because I could fuck that Chris Hemsworth up. So I'll talk shit to that Chris Hemsworth, <laughs> but buff Thor Chris Hemsworth, that, that's, that, that's not even human. Those people don't even exist. You know what? If it makes you feel better, just just pretend it's all CG muscle. I do. Bro, there's a ton of behind the scenes um, of like footage of stuff and shit from like Supernatural and stuff like that where these in like 300 where the guys aren't shredded. They're wearing like these green screen shirts around their waist and they're if they're photogenic, they're photo... They're going into computering the fucking abs afterwards. If you go back and watch 300, I think only like eight or nine people were legit in shape, and everybody else was just there with a green screen shirt on. You know what? I should learn how to do that, and that can be our new logo, just you and me completely shredded. (laughs) That's a great idea. I'm not upset about that. Because that would save me from the fucking. We'll use our bells. bodies to get listeners. That's right, man. Because that'll save me from everything else that I have. It's like you girl. It's like, do you guys like what you see? Well, wait till you hear it. It's like, what does that even have to do with anything? Like, oh, doesn't make God. any sense. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Well, dude, it's good to be back, man. Oh, I kind of dig doing this weekly stuff, man. It it's been a pretty good week. How was your Easter? Uh, my Easter was very uneventful because my kids are in New Mexico and I am not. So, uh, Easter to me was a regular Sunday. I spent. Pretty much all of it playing Avengers and Outriders. Nice, nice, nice. I have not got to touch yes. Outriders yet, so that's why I'm kind of hoping you're going to talk me into it. So what do you got for me on Outriders? Let me know what you think about it. Well, here's the thing about Outriders, and this is pretty much the story of every single live service game that has launched since, oh, I don't know, like Destiny 1 way back in the day. My first experience of Outriders was, oh, yay, Outriders is out. It's free on Game Pass. I'm going to download it and play the fuck out of it. Yep. Problem is, I couldn't play it the first day because the servers were down. So how the hell are you going to play a live service game without the servers, right? I heard about that. They were down for a while. 
yeah, so I jumped on Twitter and everybody's complaining about the servers being done. I said, okay, well, fuck, I guess I'm playing something else. The next day I jump on and I, I got to put a couple of hours into it. And it's a lot of fun. I'll give you that. It, it's I, I've told you this before. <clears throat> Picture the gameplay style of like a faster paced Gears of War with, you know, the kind of on always online live service type setup of a Destiny but there's magic thrown in. So um, like my guy I created, he's a, he's a technomancer. So he has like fireball moves and shit along with, you know, yeah. the gunplay and all that. So it's kind of like a cool, kind of like a cool mishmash of destiny and gears, you know, cause you know, on destiny, you have those powers too. Yeah. 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 We'll see. Like, so when it comes to this kind of stuff, like these first person shooters and that kind of stuff, I'm not a huge fan of them. And I try so hard. I, I like first person shooters. Like I like gears five. Uh, I'm, I, yeah. I'm kind of into borderlands three a little bit. Like, I mean, it's fun for me, but I look back at as if you've played one fucking looter shooter or run first person shooter game, you've played them all. So I, am I wrong? And that's that some kind of, of the problem. Okay. So it is that that's kind of the problem. My experience with outriders is it's fun in the same way that gears and destiny are fun, but I'm kind of scratching my head with two things. Number one, well, three things, I guess. Number one, graphics aren't that great. It's supposed to be a next-gen game, and this easily could have run on a base Xbox One. You know, I don't know really? the technical specifications behind it, but it doesn't look great. And I think the HDR is a little borked because I can't get it to look right. And you've seen my TV. It's a good TV. It's not my TV. It's a beautiful TV, yeah. So something's going on here where everything looks kind of washed out. Number two, is that kind of? And this it, was my complaint. Like the, like the cyberpunk look is to me. That's how cyberpunk looked before all the updates. It no, it's out. just everything looks washed out and everything looks muted. I'm not seeing much HDR in effect at all. Okay, there's okay. no. You know how it, HDR is. You know, deeper darks, brighter colors, oh, yeah, brighter brights, and all that. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I'm not seeing any of that. Everything just looks flat. So. Huh. It's not it's not as bad as Cyberpunk was when it looked like it was, you know, behind a sheet of Vaseline. It's yes. not like that, but there's just something not right about it. Number two, and this was my same complaint with uh, Anthem as well, for a looter shooter, it's not very looty. I haven't, I mean, I, I've put probably a good 10 hours into it, and I'm not super impressed with the loot. I like games like Borderlands and Destiny and even Avengers, where every other enemy just spews out loot, and my biggest problem is trying to pick what to keep and what to sell. Yeah, see, I, I like that. If I'm playing a looter shooter, I want loot. It's in the name. I do, absolutely. That, see, and that's my problem with looter shooters, because I'm kind of the exact opposite. Like, I love them, and I love going through, and everybody keeps dropping stuff, but I'm terrible to know with what to collect and what to keep keep and what the fucking and break inventory down. management yeah dude i like am that, huh? just because like <laughs> I, I like it but i always feel like i'm not doing it right so that's that's my complaint with say the witcher 3 i think the witcher 3 is a great game for some but for me i'm just like bro i shouldn't actually know how to do with witchcraft and fucking metal gene all this other kind of stuff to alchemy make, and yeah all like that. like like just give me a fucking game that i can play dude like that, that's kind of where i'm at with it <laughs> so that's where i have a hard time with it but i do like borderlands 3 because i feel like uh, games like that you know you just keep going you can get your money and stuff you know yeah. and it's fun so, um, you know, I'm hit and miss with it. So I downloaded it. I haven't turned it on yet. And I heard a lot of what I'm seeing with Outriders is exactly what you're saying. Like, it's like, eh, it's good. It's Outriders. That's kind of what I'm getting from it. Well, my third complaint about this kind of has to do with the co-op. Um, I'm playing through Outriders, and it's very clear they tried to make this like you don't have to play multiplayer. Right. You can easily solo this game if you want. Which leads me to think, then... Why the fuck is it a live service game to begin with? 
if I can just solo this whole thing and I don't even have to be online. Because what happened was, the, at least during the weekend, I think it's better now. What happened was I'm playing and the connection to the server drops and I lose my progress. And it's a fucking single player level. That's, you know, it's, it's, it's really frustrating if I have to go back and redo everything and it didn't need to happen. That's the same with um, so, the, the Division 2, though. What's that? That's like the Division 2. That is any of those games. Division 2, Destiny, Avengers, right. any of those. Well, not so much Borderlands. I don't think I don't think it's as bad because I've never had a connection drop. But, you know, regardless, yeah, you lose your connection to the servers and you're fucked. Yep. Well, and that's so, why that's why I hate those like those live server games. I'm not a fan of them because again, for me, I have nothing against going online playing games with people that I know. I am not a fan of yeah. just dropping in and playing online with multiple people. No, a, me either. Because people suck online. Right. People suck online. They're fucking rude. B, I got my ass kicked by a little kid playing Madden one time who shit-talked me through three fucking quarters when it was 72 Damn. to nothing. And then had to get off because his mom was yelling at him to go do homework. And I was like, you know what? I ain't never doing this again. This is stupid. I this not- even, even Thor and Korg and Meek can't deal with fucking players right. online like it's just not fun and then when you get online like for me i'm a casual online gamer so if i jump online i don't want to yeah. i, I want to have fun i don't want to be in with somebody who's the game's been out for three days but they're at a they're at level 1170 it's like bro it's not fun for me yeah, like i never <laughs> understood that i never understood how i could buy a new call of duty game the day of launch jump online and there's already like a level 57 person on there and they're like 10 years old don't you have fucking homework to do right and, and, and there are people who dedicate to this, and, and they earn it, and they sit down, and it comes with the skills, and it's like, ah, that's dope. But for me, these live server games just don't do it for me. Like, I don't want to jump on and do that. I want to have a good story-driven, fun game. So, I yeah. mean, it's not for me, but it seems like people like it, so awesome. Like, if you're going to release Outriders, make it a game where you have to play co-op or multiplayer and just leave it at that. Then at least there's a reason to be online, you know. Dude, right. I remember when SimCity and um, Diablo 3 came out and they made it where you have to always be online for digital rights management purposes. I get that. I don't like it, but I get it. But this one just seems like they have you log on to what's essentially a multiplayer server, yep. but you can play it as, as a single player game and then yeah, you're, everything's well, fucked when the servers go offline. And, and like, I know it sounds like we're bitching because we are, but what sucks though is sure. that is that in this day and age, you have these live server games and you have people who don't have unlimited fucking internet, so their internet's capped. Yeah. So, so you're going out and or you're spending, shit you're, yeah, or shit internet. So you're going out and you're spending sixty bucks on a game, and let's say you're a huge fucking Avengers person and you're on and you're you know a teenage kid and you're on this Avengers all the time, but you don't have unlimited internet at your house and you don't you know what i'm saying like that's what i hate about these if i buy a game i should be able to put the fucking game in the fucking system and fucking play it i was trying to see how many fucks i could say but i could probably only get fucking three a thank you so but that's that, that's that, that's what kind of bothers me that's why again rolling back i've always been a bethesda fan because i love the doom game and wolfenstein all the kind of shit because they're like yo man we gave you this great experience now here's dlc to expand on that and here's this to expand on that and it it, it expands the game it's not more of the same like i like what they're doing with um uh fucking avengers and with clint barton and with all that shit but yo how many times do i gotta go to the fucking utah badlands bro like there's a huge world out there and y'all are sticking me in the same six places 
Well, I have bad news for you. Remember one or two episodes ago when you were like, oh, the Kate Bishop DLC, is it the same levels? And I said, I think so. Yes. Remember that conversation? Yes. Well, I finished Kate Bishop and I'm halfway through the Clint Barton DLC. And I hate to tell you this, but it is the exact same levels. Awesome. So I'm not going to play now, anymore. <laughs> I will give credit where credit is due. The Clint Barton DLC at least introduces a new level called the Wasteland. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, so now great. When you, That's one new level. Okay, so I saw that it, it, it popped up on my thing too. Like when I went there, I was like wasting. I was like, oh, that's new, but <clears throat> like I, I don't care. So see, that's but it a, gets old really quick, and it's not as fun as something like the Frozen Tundra or the Eastern Seaboard because it's the fucking wasteland. There's nothing there. It's all destroyed, dude, right? And that's that's what kind of sucks, and that's where I have a hard time because. Like, I look at the amount of games that are out there, and this is where I, I look at the stuff that, that we're playing and what we're getting and, and how excited we are, and I hate to sound negative because I want to be as positive as we fucking can on this podcast because the world needs positivity, damn it. I was like, and that's where, Amen. again, all of this just goes to prove the theory, and of course not with just what we say, but other people say, that Game Pass is just the fucking Netflix of games, and it's all a matter of hype. Because if you can get enough people who are hyped about Outriders to promote it, you're going to get millions of people to fucking download it, and all of a sudden you're going to be playing it, and then you're a hater if you don't like it, or oh, blah, 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 whatever it is. Like, I don't care what anybody says, to this day, I'm going to say, Cyberpunk 2077 fucked up, the game was garbage, and it take a long time for them to fix it. So it's like, same with Avengers and all this other kind of fucking shit. Yeah. There was a Sorry. couple of articles I read over the weekend where a lot of uh, journalists are theorizing that um, CD Projekt Red has given up on Cyberpunk. They're just going to release... They're just going to optimize for now. They're going to release the next-gen patch. <clears throat> but any other stuff they had in their pipeline, like the multiplayer mode and all that, yeah. uh, there's a theory going around now that they're just going to shelve it. Kind of like what happened to Anthem. They're just going to... You know, call it as is, throw out a couple DLCs to keep us happy. Yep. Throw out an optimization patch and move on. Which which they're going to have to because the amount of time, money, and effort it's going to take to fix that. Yeah. I mean, and, and again, I know, you know, there's developers and tons of people who worked on that. And people put their heart and soul into this. But again, yeah. y'all motherfuckers had eight years and th and and again I've said this on a podcast before but there is some poor son of a bitch out there who owns an Xbox One Cyberpunk 2077 edition and can't even play the fucking game on it like yep. that blows my mind that that's what they thought was okay and I don't like that yeah, I'm not going to lie though that 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 Cyberpunk edition Xbox One X is really cool dude it looks dope as shit but if I got that and got the game yeah. and I put the game in I'd be like Cool, I'm playing Doom 64 on an Xbox One X. Ugh. Yeah. That's like a Batman Dark Tomorrow Xbox edition or like an E.T. Right. edition of the and, Atari 2600. Dude, absolutely. And I've said this before and we've talked about this before and I will stand by this. At what point do we stop giving developers the benefit of the doubt? At what point do we say, oh, cool, you guys are going to throw a couple skins my way with the pre-order and we stop pre-ordering? Because... These developers, Cyberpunk 2077, is a perfect example of what happens when tons of people throw money at a pre-order and they just fucking take it. Like, I mean, we've gotten much of nothing. And no offense, like, I don't want to play the game anymore. Like, I don't care. I, I You guys have had all this time to fix it. Avengers, I'll give the benefit of the doubt because it, it, it's, it's, it was the Avengers live, so there was stuff in there. But at least when it came out, I could play the missions all the way through, and I could play the story all the way through, and I wasn't like, yo, this game just looks like ass. I still have fun with it. Yeah, and let's, let's move on to the next thing then, yep. uh, since it is Avengers-related now. 
One of the things I do not like about the Avengers that looks like it's about to be remedied is that I like a free roam mode. Yes. If you're going to do a live service game, and that's one of the things I love most about Destiny and Destiny 2, you can do whatever you want whenever you want. I can jump into any planet, any world, right around on my little fucking jet bike thing, whatever. I don't have to do any missions if I don't want. Enemies will spawn. I can shoot them. I can turn it off. I can move on with my life. I don't have to do raids. I don't have to do strikes. I don't have to do patrols. I don't have to do any of that shit. Yes. And I love the freedom that it gives me. So now we are getting word from GameSpot that Marvel's Avengers is going to get a Destiny-like patrol mode. And that makes me so fucking happy. The fact that I can go, hey, Josh, I've got an hour. I'm going to be Kamala. You can be Hulk. Let's just fuck around. Yes, exactly. That And that's what the game has been missing. Let's be heroes. Yes, because because for me, I, I have a and a lot of people with very chaotic home lives right now. And there's a lot of people who don't and everything's <laughs> just whatever. So for me to be like and, and we you and me have had this happen countless times and my brothers had this happen. You go to get on a game and you're playing this like, yo, bro, I got to get off. Something happens. And then it's like, well, fuck, yeah, you, yeah. you got to finish this or we got to save this or do that. It's like, fuck, it's a two hour strike. We can't just throw that away. Right. And it's like, I got I, I to gotta go do family stuff. So this is a way better idea. Yeah, I think this is what's going to help Avengers again get to that next level. And aside from, and this is the comparison for Cyberpunk and Destiny, Cyberpunk keeps pushing stuff out, but they just seem like they're just trying to make the game look better and play a little bit better. But the Avengers are trying to give us more. Right. The Avengers are trying to give us more to make us want to get back into it. So again, I don't have much of an interest. If anything, all the DLCs freeze so far. I think it's supposed to be free. I'm really glad it is because. Uh, I sure as fuck wasn't going to pay for Kate Bishop or Clint, but now I don't have to. Absolutely. And, you know, the Kate Bishop story was fantastic. Dude, I'm with you. It's a great mini story. You can put in six, eight hours with it, have a great time. And that's pretty much all. That's what you need for these DLCs. And it leaves me, what I got from Kate Bishop leaves me excited for Black Panther that's going to be coming and Captain Marvel is going to be coming and all these other ones that we're going to get that are going to be coming because I feel that and I'm hoping at least that they're putting the time and the energy into this and they're looking at the mistakes that all these other developers have made and they're kind of at a precipice now at least I feel with other developers that they have a chance (coughs) to be like yo we fucked up we're going to make this right we're going to keep going forward and we're going to drop something new and new and new and new because again we have Suicide Squad that's going to be coming out we've got uh, a Batman with the Court of is going to be coming out. We're going to have other superhero games that are going to be coming uh, out. Gotham and, Knights, yeah. Right, Gotham Knights. And Marvel's Avengers was first to do it. So what is going to make me want to go back and play that game and spend money on that game six months to a year from now, a year and a half from now? Yeah. And I think that I think they're on the right path because the Marvel Universe is so fucking expansive, which is fantastic, where Cyberpunk kind of cornered themselves into over-promising and under-delivering. Yeah, yeah. Now, on the on the topic of Marvel continuing to release stuff, there was a confirmation that Marvel's Avengers will be getting MCU themed skins that you can purchase. They're not going to be free. Now, I don't know how I feel about this because I don't know if you remember, but when they first announced that very first trailer for the Avengers game in E3, like, I don't know, like 2017 or something. Do you remember what the first complaint was of everyone online? There were multiples, so it's hard to know which one you're talking about. The biggest one, and I think the one that kind of destroyed the game the costumes, from right? the get-go. No, it was a, hey, these, these guys don't look like the characters from the movies. Well, that's what I remember. Like, be like, they don't look like it, the voice, everything was just 100% different. 
Yeah. Okay. And I remember when I first started seeing Twitter comments about that, I was like, when the fuck did they say this game was based off the MCU? And I wanted to just scream. I wanted to be like, you know, these characters exist outside of the fucking MCU, right? We're talking like 50 years, 60 years of history in comics. No, this is not based off of the MCU. This is, uh, you know? Well, so. Well, that that's where you the, have. The. the it, uh, well, that, that that's the same thing with with like uh, uh, sorry, this might be a weird example, but like with Harry Potter fans, like there's a whole fucking world out there of like books and stuff like that. That's not just the movies, just like this, like with Marvel, like yeah. usually there are fifty fucking however many decades of Marvel stories and looks and comic books and a black Superman, a Captain. Dude, you're you're fucking right, man. I remember memes popping up of the Avengers from the game, and people were like, oh, these guys look like they're cosplaying Avengers," and I'm like, "You guys are fucking stupid." Nowhere, nowhere did they ever say this was based off of the movies. So no, you're not going to see Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson. These are original character designs. You know, also, I, I don't understand. Also, no, I remember that just. Was go it, ahead. Nobody wants to fucking pay Scarlett Johansson and Chris Evans to have their likeness in a video game either. Like, bitch, you can't afford that. Look at what they're giving us already. Do they can afford to do that? I know exactly. <laughs> and, and I just remember that just kept going. And it just kept going towards the launch of the game. People are like, "Well, I'm not fucking playing this. These don't even look like the actors." I just remember, I, I just remember thinking this this whole "they don't look like the actors" thing kind of tanked the game before it even got a chance to start. And sure, it launched kind of shitty and everything. So that's its own thing, though. That has nothing to do with the character design. So now they're like, well, we are going to put MCU costumes in, and I want to be pinning and be like, "No, don't fucking do it. Make these people live with it." <laughs> Dude, I am so with you. I am so with you. Like there, there is a whole different, and that's that's where that's where <laughs> read a fucking comic. Thank you. Expand your knowledge. God, <laughs> that's where we run into these issues where, like, I read comics growing up, and I, I not as much. Clearly, I do not have the comic book knowledge collection or anything that you do. I think I technically have like three comic books in my house. I love the movies. Yeah, hey, that's three more than a lot of people have. Do right, but I also I also have made it my my chore and stuff that I did to continuously be up to date and look more into the stuff that I like. So yeah, while yeah. you know, so like I know the iterations of Iron Man. Like, let's get real. Iron Man is a depressed alcoholic. Like that that's his character yeah. arc. That's yeah. his fucking character arc. That's why it was so ironic that Robert Downey Jr. played this man who was depressed and in jail and a fucking drug-induced alcoholic to play Iron Man. Like, I mean, that's the really it is, but it's a matter of the writing So, it, it, for movies. So with a game like this, and, you know, I'm I, while we're talking, I'm looking at these side-by-side comparisons of, uh, like, just gameplay and stuff like that, and there is a... F- Thin different, not a thin difference. There's, there's a fine line between video game entertainment and movie entertainment, and everybody wants the video games to look like the movies. But if the movies try to do a video game, everybody fucking hates it. So why can't you just accept yeah. that they're two completely different mediums and different worlds, and just roll with it, bro? Like just, just, just have because fun. because, and I've said this through most of 2020 and most of this year because people are fucking stupid. That is true. That is true. I'm not a genius, but good God, I, I'm certainly not like that. No, that's true. It's very true. <sighs> but I mean, I, I again, if they're right, if they're so, gonna put them out there to pay for it with the costumes, <laughs> dude, that's fine. Do that. 
I don't really care about costumes. I'm not that big of a costume guy. Unless it's going to give me an attribute or make my character better, I'm going to stick with the way the game yeah, was. Yeah, they're just skins. Right, they're just skins. Like, I yeah. love the extra fucking suits and the Amazing Spider-Man and Spider-Man Miles Morales, but that's that's just, for me, I like to geek out and kind of like the way that looks. But, you know, I don't really care if my Captain America looks like the Captain America in the movie because the Captain America in Falcon yeah. and Winter Soldier doesn't look anything like the fucking Captain America from the movie. But You know, so, like, just shut up, man. Just fucking <laughs> roll with it bro uh, alright moving along how are you doing on your hard drive space on your consoles just out of curiosity uh, let's see my Xbox I'm okay because I have the extended so I'm able to, to, to use it a little bit more but the Playstation I've had to actually delete games and I, I actually deleted which is funny because I'm just looking at this headline I deleted Call of Duty off of my I was gonna yeah. say the biggest offender is Call of Duty, isn't Dude, it? It was like hundred and fifty-six gigs or something. And like yeah, and you know what's really fucked up is you have the PS5 version, right? Yeah. What's really fucked up about that is that PS5 has done so well in optimizing the size of yeah. their installs. I mean, if you look at games like I mean just fucking look at Hitman or or, or yeah. Crash 4 or the new Avengers, right? They're all like 27 gigs. Yeah. And, they've and- they've They've perfected the art of compression. Right. Even when you're getting a PS5 version of the game, like it's still it's way compressed and it just works, man. It's fantastic. The PS4 version of Mortal Kombat 11 was like 88 gigs. Yeah. The PS5 version is like 60. That's a 20 gig saving. That's a whole other game right there. You know. Right. And it just so it's fantastic. The fact that the fact that Modern War the Call of Duty series just can't seem to get their shit together is really surprising, but on this next uh, on this next topic, it looks like at least Warzone and Modern Warfare will be shrinking in size. Maybe they're finally fucking doing something about it because it looks like you'll be able to save at least thirty gigs of space if you have both installed. So both Warzone and Modern Warfare. Oh, that's thirty good. gigs, man. That's like that's like two PS4 games or one PS5 optimized game. Right, and like I don't understand why the file sizes are so big because again, when you look at like, I don't either. Like, it's just them. No, it's, and on top of I, that, I don't get it. When I had Call of Duty, when I first got it with the PS5, I couldn't even play the game because it kept fucking crashing my playstation all the time so i'm like what? oh has that has is that, is that still happening or is it i i okay now? it seems to be fine now but i mean i went back and i played it and then i'm at the last level but it's like i kind of want to play these other games that i've purchased so i'm just going to go ahead and get rid of you because you're too big and i'll bring you back when i can compress you because <laughs> i got other shit i want to do man yeah well, and, well, the thing about this compression is they're, they're not saying anything about Cold War. It's just for Modern Warfare and Warzone. I think Warzone's the big moneymaker that everybody's playing anyways. Yeah. So that's the one they're going to have to compress. Absolutely. <laughs> Which, I mean, it makes sense. So by all means, go for it and, and do what you got to do. But, I mean, yeah. again, Cold War, I'm not going to touch it. Call of Duty, it's fun. I've enjoyed the online when I jumped on and you, me, and my brother were playing. It was cool, man. I had a good time. But... I don't have a reason to go. There's only so much fast twitch I can take these days. Right. Anyway, so. Right. And I don't need to go back and redo it. I, it's a cool story and I like it, but it was super short and I expected more from it. But what, again, I set myself up for failure because the same shit happens every fucking Call of Duty game. It comes out and I go out and buy it like a fucking moron and then I play it. And I'm like, oh, this is <laughs> terrible. So, yeah. Oh, man. Yep. So, anyways, I guess that's that's a good thing. So we'll have to see if they if the next Call of Duty game is going to end up being 500 gigabytes or not. So uh, watch, you're going to have uh, to buy like to a some... dedicated fucking hard drive. That's what they're going to start doing. The games won't even be on disc just anymore. They're just going to be Call of Duty. They're going to ship you a fucking hard drive. You're going to have to plug in. 
My God. You know what? It's You say that, but we'll see. <laughs> well, I was like, it's not we'll that see. far above the road. You know, honestly, though, I thought for sure this next gen that we were going to start getting more cartridges as opposed to discs. Because you can fit so much more on a cartridge, and you can do so much with them. And that's where I thought that we were going to go. But, you know, we're still sticking with discs, so... Well, that's because everything is all the, the disc install size is the exact same as the digital install size. So, I mean, yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, there. like, I mean, if you look at like how much space is on a Nintendo cartridge is what you can do with that kind of stuff. I just feel like that would make more sense as opposed to doing the disc. But what do I know? You know, you're not wrong, because if you think of it this way, what happens when you buy a game on a disc for, let's say, PS5 or Xbox yep. Series X? And it's day one release, and Amazon drops it off. You rip open the package, you pop it in your system. What's the first thing you got to do? You got to download like a 15 gig update, anyways. Yep. So it's not like they can't fit the base game onto a fucking cartridge. Absolutely. And you just because you pop- have to download all the assets and all the patches, anyways, after uh, the fact. Dude, absolutely. So why not? I mean, it would make sense, and it seems to work for Nintendo, and you can fit a lot on a. Fu- like, I mean, you could fit. What, I mean, what, 400 gigs up to a terabyte on a little tiny memory scan disk? And just think about how much space you could put on there. Like, think, you know what I mean? Like, it just makes sense to do that. I don't know why we keep pigeonholing ourselves. Yeah, the, the sand disk that, that I bought, the sand disk that I bought for us as well, four, it was 400 gigs yeah. and it was like 40 bucks. Yeah, absolutely. And, That's and, cheaper than a $60 yeah. game. And discs are <laughs> terrible for the environment because they take so long to break down. And, you know, we got to move on from those things. Yeah. That's just me on my so recycling anyways, high let's, horse. Let's uh, move on to some movie news, dude. Let's so, do it. <laughs> I just can't laugh because I know what his role is going to be. Yeah. Well, we all know what it's going to be. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, no, I want to hear what you think it's going to be because I, I this is funny. <laughs> okay. So Russell Crowe is going to have a cameo in Thor Love and Thunder. And I'm willing to bet both of my nuts that they're going to be on Asgard and they're going to have another fucking play with Matt Damon and uh, who was the one that played Thor? It was uh, a Hemsworth, uh, Hemsworth brother, wasn't it? Uh, Chris Hem. No, no, it's Chris Liam Bryan. Liam. Some, one of the Hemsworth. I guarantee you Russell Crowe is going to show up as the plays version of Thanos. I thought he was going to show up at the pl- as the plays version of Fat Thor because Russell Crowe is a big boy with a beard and I'm just saying, man, he going to show I'm Thor. I could just that I think that'd be funny as fuck. Either one would be absolutely <laughs> pure gold. That's and I absolutely I will pay money just to watch the play and leave. Dude, that's what I'm dude. It's it's amazing. It's so funny. And what makes this great is that again, we've got Taika Watiti in the director's chair who's doing this. And everything that I've seen yep. from this movie so far. From fucking Natalie Portman looking like she can deadlift 500 pounds to Jeff Goldblum yeah, to, every, my God. to everybody just like hanging out and the more stuff that we're finding out about it, I'm excited, dude. I, I'm stoked. And uh, I know this isn't on our notes here, but it did come out today, the trailer for Loki. And what's cool about like what we're getting oh, is that so like good. I'm getting more into this excitement for for Loki and for Thor. And uh, yeah. is Loki supposed to be in the Thor movie? I'd be really shocked if he wasn't. That Okay, because I haven't heard anything about it yet. I mean, he's technically dead, so it would have to be past Loki. But I, I mean... I would be really shocked if he didn't show up in so, even if even in a flashback. Right. Well, that's not saying. I mean, but but Loki has the tesseract, so Loki could always go back in time and change his death and change shit because he is the trickster god. I'm yeah. assuming. So, but dude, I don't know, man. I'm just I'm kind of excited because I'm, I'm hoping we get Russell Crowe 
playing Fat Thor. Like because last time we saw no no Thor, no no no, no. Get, get picture this picture this in your head. You gotta picture this in your head. They're doing the play. Russell Crowe walks out with purple face paint and that fake testicle looking chin that Thanos has just like drawn onto his chin. That, okay, that'd be pretty funny. That'd be pretty funny. But <laughs> but wait, so who played Thor in the play though? Last time was it Matt Damon? That was uh, that was the Hemsworth. That was the Hemsworth. So if you got the Hemsworth, yeah, and then uh, Matt Damon was Loki. Okay, so I'm hoping that I'm hoping they just have him fat. Like that's what they need to have. Like if not, I'm gonna be upset because he's got to just be like a fat Thanos or something. Because it makes me happy, man. More Russell Crowe the better because Russell Crowe has aged. Uh, I wouldn't say gracefully, but he's definitely done it his way. Um, if you have not seen The Nice Guys with him and Ryan Gosling, it is a two thumbs up, five star recommend. The movie is fucking hilarious. And Ooh, I'll have to check it out. Russell Crowe that we have now is is a gift from God. Like just fat, happy, just enjoying <laughs> his life. Russell Crowe is, is who is who I like. And, and and if you're out there, Russell, man, I'm giving you a virtual hug, brother. He doesn't listen. You know to what's this. funny is I'm thinking I'm thinking of how the Thor movies uh, have started doing you know like retelling Thor's adventures in this play form, and I thought, and I understand Endgame was kind of a heavy movie, you know, mm-hmm. but I think they missed a golden fucking opportunity in Endgame with like the people coming back from the blip and going what the hell happened and having Luis explain the entire five years to them in the way Luis only can and from the Ant-Man movies. Dude, that would be fantastic. I would love that. That would have, and, and it just been like a, a 10 minute scene of Luis like non-stop talking, dude, that filling would, them in on what happened in the five years. That would be fucking fantastic, dude. I would like that. <laughs> Even a deleted scene, you know, like a blooper. I'm all about that, dude. That would be fucking sick, dude. <laughs> Please. Oh, man. Please. Uh, anyways, um, Godzilla versus Kong. Came out this weekend. We both watched it. What do you think? Um, I, I I enjoyed it for what it was, if that makes sense. Yes. And I like monster movies where they yes. destroy shit. Yes. You know? even, even if it's just a man in a rubber suit kicking over a cardboard Tokyo, I'm all in for that. Right. I even liked Rampage with The Rock because giant animals tearing shit up. I'm all about it. <laughs> I, th- I, think, I think the problem <laughs> that I had with Godzilla vs. Kong is... Is um, I felt there were too many stories happening at one time. I felt that you have Millie Bobby Brown and you've got um, uh, is it yeah. Ryan Chandler? I think that's the guy's name from Friday Night Lights. Uh, Kyle Chandler. Kyle Chandler. And you've got um, yeah. uh, I'm I'm drawing blanks here because I just watched last night. Anyways, though, you've got so you've got all these. Yeah, that lady and her. Yeah, the lady and the deaf who, kid, and you uh, have so you have this story going on, and yeah. then you have. The Millie Bobby Brown and, the, and, and her dad. You have the Madison and her dad story. And then you have the Godzilla versus Kong story. But then you also, on the background, have these scientists and the Hollow Earth theory and, like, the conspiracy yeah. theory stuff. Which isn't out of the realm because all of that stuff had been in there since Godzilla. And then Kong Skull Island. And then God and then Kong, or Godzilla King of the Monsters. Because, you know, they follow. I don't like that I didn't give a shit about any of the human characters. See, me neither. I just felt like it was pointless. I just felt like they they had to fill it with something. It could not be two hours of two titans fighting each other. So right. they had the they had to put some kind of human element into but, it. But, but they I didn't f- put a lot of effort into it, so I didn't care. Right. And I feel that 
with with Kong Skull Island, in my opinion, is the best of all these movies. Godzilla. That was a super yeah, good one. Super yeah. good. It's just Godzilla and Kong Skull Island. Right. They're, they're just really good. I like Godzilla King of the Monsters. That's a great King Kong. God. I mean, Godzilla just tearing shit up action movie, which is great. But this movie that the King Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla, whatever the fuck it is, is a true, you know, third movie in a trilogy. Because if you haven't seen the other two, you're kind of confused, which you shouldn't be in a giant monster movie. But you are because it's like, is Godzilla good? Yeah, or because is, it's a giant monster. Right. Movie. Is Godzilla good or is he bad? Is King Kong good or is he bad? And who is the bad guy? And why are they, you know? There's a lot of stuff that's there, and, and it's like, okay, now King Kong is Thor, I guess? I mean, I was, I didn't understand, I mean, <laughs> I get it, it's it's a it's a piece of, you know, off of Godzilla, so, and it has the radiation and stuff, and I'm like, dude, that's dope, but I distinctively remember Kong just being this giant gorilla who was eating squid on Skull Island, so I want to yeah. see the story from Skull Island to now like I want to see this grizzled Kong has he been stuck in this building for for however long like why is he there how there's just a lot of stuff that I didn't get the action fucking beautiful though oh I geeked out so hard when Mechagodzilla was revealed because I fucking love Mechagodzilla Mm -hmm. and you're right if there was any movie that was made for my Sony X900H it was this movie right with, with all the extra bullshit out, that final battle in Hong Kong, you said the one in the snow, the, even yeah. the one in the ocean, but especially the one in Hong Kong because of all the neon lights and stuff like that. Yeah. Just that's what I would use as a reference to say, hey, look, this is what Dolby Vision's all about. Dude, absolutely. It, it was. It looked really good. It, it did. And it was it was beautiful. And I'm going to watch it again. Like, don't get me wrong. This is not a terrible movie. It is not a bad movie. It's just a movie. It's. If, yeah, if it's, I, a monst- yeah it's, it's, it's a monster. It's a movie. fucking monster movie where Godzilla or King Kong throws a fucking dropkick to start off the fight. I mean, how could you not geek out over it, that? In my opinion, it is you know head and shoulders above Wonder Woman eighty four. That's that again is my opinion, but that's just what I think because I like these characters and these stories, and I felt honestly that the lizard. And the giant gorilla emoted and acted better than Gal Gadot did in Wonder Woman eighty four. But what do I know? You know. Oh my god. Um, but dude. Well, man. since we're on the topic of us of a uh, uh, of Wonder Woman, <laughs> did you hear about all these fucking Snyder fans review bombing Godzilla versus Kong? Dude, I dude, you told I can't me, even say it seriously. You told this me this is about so that. absurd. I can't even do it. And I'm just like, I hate people, man. Like y'all are the reason why we can't. And they're have doing nice it things, because dude. you read why they're doing it, right? They want the Snyderverse release, right? They're pissed that Godzilla versus Kong is getting all the quote attention, and not enough is being given to resort, restore the Snyderverse. Are you kidding me? We- and I'm. I- I'm reading this right now, or not right now, but when I, you know, when I saw the news, I'm reading this, and my first thought was, this is why the fucking jocks beat us up in high school. Dude, these are the reason why we can't have nice movies and things, bro. Like, no offense, but if I'm a serious actor, I don't want to get cast in a comic book movie. Like, how's I got to feel for these people who are like, well, it doesn't matter. Our movie's going to suck because we're not fucking Justice League. There's a dude. There's a reason just, that like review Martin's, bombing needs to stop. It does. People need to put their phones. It down, just needs to stop. Get from behind their keyboards and just stop. Yeah. 
It's upsetting, man. It they really did, is. They tried to do it to The Last of Us too. They did it to. They did it to pretty much every big release movie since Review mm-hmm. Bombing became a thing. It just needs to fucking stop, dude. Because nobody's ever gonna be happy. But you know what? If you're gonna do it, then do it. People also need to just put the internet down. If you don't read it, just like a just like a child throwing a tantrum. If you don't react to it, they're yep. gonna stop. Like guys, we got the Snyder cut. Let it go. That's why half the shit you send me, I'm like, dude, I can't. <laughs> I just can't. It's like I man. can't. I can't start going on blood pressure medication on top of everything else. I just can't. That's the best way to get through your days, man. That really is. So, so here's a question for you, though. So we've been we've been yeah. you know far from Snyder Cut right now. So we've been we've been a bit from it. Looking back on it after you've watched it twice, right? Yeah. Okay, so after watching it twice... Eight hours of my life right there. It's a full fucking work day. Does your opinion (laughs) that you had of it still hold up? Do you still feel like, looking back, being like, okay, that's still really dope? It does. I really like it, and I absolutely intend to watch it again. And when it comes out on 4K Blu-ray, I 100% intend to buy it. It it is what it is. I'm glad it exists. I'm glad Snyder's vision got to be met, and I, I thought it was... It just corrected so many things that didn't make sense from the Whedon cut. And I'm just glad to see a singular vision. Right. I, I never had a problem with Snyder's vision. So I, I loved it. Still love it. Will likely continue to love it. So I got I get some. Will I watch all four hours in a row again? Probably not. I'll probably just watch my favorite parts. Right. Because uh, I like the way it's broken up with the parts, which is good. Because I, I have somebody that I know that I, exactly. that, that, that I told about this. And it was kind of like, oh, okay, whatever, whatever. And then they watched it. And then watched Batman versus Superman, like the Ultimate Edition, and was like, well, those are two fantastic movies. And if you watch them back to back, Batman v Superman, Ultimate Edition, and then you work your way into Justice League, dude, that's those are two stories in like just a story and an arc and everything that is told in yeah. fucking damn near perfection comic book story wise. And I think that. That uh, you know, we should appreciate that and stop trying to bombard and destroy other people's visions and other people's ideas. Because yeah. Godzilla vs. Yeah, Kong was fun, man. I sat there and had a good time with my kids. Would I be pissed off if I spent thirty bucks at the movies to see it? No. It was what it was. It's the giant fucking dinosaur gorilla whatever the fuck movie and it was a good time, man. So so enjoy it. I just don't understand what Snyder fans have against Godzilla versus Kong. Completely different genres. Compl- other than the distribution company being the same, we're talking completely different Dude, development man, man, studios too. That's because if they're gonna bomb something, go bomb Black Widow. At least bomb another comic book right. movie. I don't I just don't get it. That's because these Don't go bomb Black Widow. I'm not saying <laughs> do it. No, I mean, well, I don't know, man. I've looked at trailers for Black Widow and I'm just like, hey, look. Another- the, the new trailer is actually pretty good. It is, but I'm just like uh, Okay, this is going to sound bad, yeah, but I'm certainly watched, not paying for it. But I watched the trailer and I did not give zero fucks about that movie until David Harbour showed up. You didn't think Taskmaster looked cool? Nope, don't care. <laughs> and I know that sounds Dude, bad. I can't wait to see But like, I'm just like, I, and again, I think this is just the oversaturation that we're starting to get of all these comic book movies and with Disney Plus and everything else. Like, I'm just like, my brain can't wrap around. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but I feel like I would have cared yeah. about this. Nine months ago, you know, now, now in my head, they're only putting it out because, well, fuck, we got nothing else to do. And no one's going to go see this shit in theaters. It's just like, to me, it's too late. And now we're getting oversaturated. And it's just like, I don't care, but I'm always glad to see David Harbour. I think I'm one of five people 
yeah. who actually liked that Hellboy movie. I didn't really <laughs> like it. It was a great movie, great fun. Again, five different stories in one. But I thought David Harbour was a dope as Hellboy. I liked him as Hellboy. I thought he was good. I like him. I like. I just. I like. I just don't think the Black Widow solo film should have been after Endgame. I think it should have come in after like. Like Civil War or something right. like that. I mean, because once your once your character's dead, you can't really. I just don't see the point in going back and doing like an origin story. Well, this is I just, no. And I, I don't know. It's just it's Marvel's way to try to compete with one. Because mind you, we've got two Wonder Woman movies, and we've got a Captain Marvel movie. But Black Widow's been in the MCU since Iron Man two. Yeah, they just don't give a shit about her or, or Scarlet, whatever. So, man, again, and I don't either because if you don't care enough about this movie, like, why the fuck should I care? Like, Black Widow's dead. I get it. Her yeah, origin again, story. Like I said, cool. like I said last episode, I'm certainly not paying thirty bucks for it. I will absolutely watch it when it comes out on Disney Plus yep. as part of Disney Plus, but. I'm not fucking paying for it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. And that's why I like what HBO Max is doing because Godzilla versus Kong, I wouldn't have spent yeah. the 30 bucks sit around and watch it because, you know, I mean, at your home, you have a million and a half distractions. But, dude, it was great yeah. for what it was. It was definitely a movie that I'm going to fucking mm-hmm. smoke a bowl to and sit down and just enjoy again, man, because that shit was yeah. dope. Uh, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so to round out our Godzilla versus Kong news, um, this kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't even know this was going to be a thing. But the director of Godzilla versus Kong, Adam Wingard, well, apparently, be directing uh, Warner Brothers Thundercats film. Now, two things about that. Number one, didn't know they were doing a Thundercats film. I thought they were doing you know, Thundercats as a show on uh, Netflix. And I thought... Well, they had that, they had a reboot, and then they had Thundercats Roar, which is like a Teen Titans Go version of Thundercats oh, that everybody should freak about. Gotcha. Now, the thing I don't know, and it doesn't say anywhere in this article is whether or not this is going to be a live-action Thundercats, or I'm, or what? I'm willing to bet you. Oh, no, 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 I lied. I lied. He says right here, he says, I don't want to do it live-action. It'll be more of a hybrid CGI film that has a hyper-real look uh, and bridges the gap between his cartoon and CG. So it'll, I think it'll be something along the lines of, like, um, <clears throat> I don't want to say 300 because that's not really animation. Probably something along the lines of, like, an Adventures of Tintin or Polar Express type of animation have, where it's, like, you know, CG, but they're trying to make it super realistic. Nope, they fucked up because all I can think about is Toby Hooper's Cats. And that's it. All I'm going to think about is the movie Cats. So I don't care what you do. I'm going to see these Thundercats. And there's just no way it's going to work. Like, I'm sorry. I understand this. But Thundercats is a cartoon for a fucking reason. You cannot mix a human with a cat animal shit on TV or in a movie or anywhere. It doesn't work. It's terrifying. And I don't want to have nightmares. So there's no way I'm going to watch this Thundercats made. Thundercats is a very... I'm sorry if you're a Thundercats fan. I get it. People like it. It's a very, very, very weird kind of furry-obsessed, weird animal fucking TV show. I wasn't a fan of it, and there's a ton of people who love it, and good for them, and I hope this movie's for you, but... I, I ha- I've had nightmares from the movie Cats. My kids liked it. I have oh seen it God. twice. Both times I wanted I wanted to gather. <clears throat> you saw my, Cats twice? I own the movie Cats. My condolences. Yeah, I know, right? But I would rather watch. I still, I still haven't seen it, and I don't know. I, I'm still deciding whether or not I want to. No. I would rather watch that again than what we're going to get from this, only because I fear that it's just going to look like that movie, and that's what freaks me out. But 
I'll hold my reservations until then, but there's no reason for this. There's no reason to fuck us up with more CGI cats. No, I agree. I, I actually grew up loving the Thundercats, but I'm really struggling right now to try to find out why this is happening at all. Because so. what the fuck else is anybody going to do? I don't know. Something Why? New. Why write an original story? Why not just do the same shit over again? Yeah. Well, speaking of dipping into the well, uh, here we, go <laughs> we got our cat. I don't. I don't want to say bad about this just because I like, I like Obi Wan and I'm excited about the show. They announced the entire cast, and we're. This is quite a cast. Did you look at the cast? Yeah. Um. Uh, I like O'Shea Jackson. I like O'Shea Jackson Jr. as an actor. I think he's really good. I thought he was great in the in uh, the Kong movies. Uh, I I he was good. I like him. He was good in uh, the uh, Straight Outta Compton. I completely bought him as Ice Cube. Yeah. I, I often forgot that it was actually not him. Yeah, he's really good. I like Kumail Nanjiani. I think he's really good. Of course yeah. he's going to get cast because he's already dipped his toe in Marvel. Um, Joel Edgerton, uh, Moses Ingram, Rupert Friend, and, uh, and Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen, bro. I mean, that's a dope, solid cast. And we can't forget about Sung Kang. Dude, it's dope, dude. I mean, like, it's a good, good cast. Dude, it's... it's. I, I, I'm, I'm having a hard time trying to place the timeline of this because they've made it pretty clear that this is going to be post-episode 3. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, you know, an older Obi-Wan. But if it's post-episode 3, why make a big deal about casting Hayden Christensen as Vader when he's going to be in the suit anyways and it could literally be me in there and no one would know well I think because we're going to reach the levels where Hayden Christensen doesn't quite need the suit so we might get it with him with the helmet off or we might get more flashbacks or we might get more like in between scenes I'm down for flashbacks (laughs) and again I'm okay with this the best part of the trilogy was Liam Neeson Ewan McGregor and fucking Darth Maul, as far as I'm concerned. Like, those were, and everything after that was just kind of there. So, I'm cool with it, man. I like Ewan McGregor. And Joel Edgerton and Bonnie P.S. I mean, it looks like we're getting more uh, Aunt Beru and Uncle Mm -hmm. Owen. So, uh, it sounds like a very Tatooine-centric show. Which I'm okay with. Uh, well, I mean, that's, well, obviously, because that's where Obi Wan lived, right? And that's so what you're, uh, and that's what you're gonna have to do. So, um, which works, yeah. and I'm all cool with the, uh, you know, uh, Uncle on Amparu. I want to see more of them. I'm intrigued, and what they do. What's cool about the Star Wars universe is the characters and the landscapes and what they can do and all that kind of stuff. So I think yeah. that if you do it right and you make it. Not like the Mandalorian, but similar, then I think you're going to hit a winner here. And I think that if you stick with, you know, real, real effects, practical effects and puppetry, I think that's going to help out more. But I do fear they're clearly going to keep using the volume, which is what they filmed the Mandalorian. Oh, in, so it's going to look great. Fantastic. But I do fear, again, yeah. the oversaturation. I mean, how much how much of this is going to be too much? And that's where it's like. Man, it's just, it's a lot, and I'm excited, and I'm intrigued by it, because it's fucking Star Wars, man. Like, I just got my Mos Eisley Cantina Lego set that I'm going to do, because I'm excited about this. And I just love Star Wars. But, again, I'm just, I'm a little anxious about it. I don't think it'll be as bad as you think, because we're getting all these announcements all at once, but I think... We're, these will all be spread out over the course of like what five years. And well, I like, think it'll be fine. I mean, I don't think bad. I don't think it's going to be bad. I just think that it's going to get to the point where all we're going to talk about and all that anybody's going to be there is Marvel and Star Wars, and it's going to kind of lose 
what it what made it special i guess if that makes sense kind of like comic-con and like i see what you're saying yeah yeah like it it's no when it becomes the norm it's not special right and you know it was kind of cool to see somebody walking around in a green lantern t-shirt and you're like yo what's up man green lantern you know and you just kind of you know it's just kind of cool but now you got everybody walking around in it because you know they got a they got a disney plus subscription and they've seen you know iron man and it's like cool dude i get it and I'm not going to hate on it. I'm not like a band of what don't be a bandwagon or whatever it is, but it's just kind of like, it's becoming this whole new, it's not becoming part of pop culture. It is becoming 100% pop culture. And that's, what's kind of freaking me out to the point that it's just an oversaturation. And that's just where it's going to get hard. Yeah. It's going to, it's going to be difficult. I'm going to be here for the ride. Cause fuck else am I going to do? It's just going to oh, be yeah. difficult. <clears throat> uh, you mentioned Disney plus. I mean, this next thing I- I'm, I don't really get this next thing. Now, granted, I'm not an animator. I'm not a filmmaker, so I don't really know. But the next Pixar film, Luca, which I don't know anything about, is set to debut on Disney Plus for free like Soul. And apparently this article from comicbook.com says Pixar employees are, quote, demoralized over that decision because they're like, oh, all our hard work and everything's, you know, it kind of sucks that it won't be seen on the big screen. Now, I don't understand that because, number one, they could easily course correct and still decide to release it in the theaters. I mean, yeah. according to the local news i mean theaters and indoor concerts are going to reopen in california anyways on april 15th so mm-hmm. i don't see why not number two you have a much bigger reach with disney plus than theater goes yes. i think so i don't it, you, more people are going to see your craft so why be demoralized you're still getting paid your craft is still being seen perhaps not on a gigantic imax screen but i think more people will see it well i'm totally on board with well, that look at look, look at the accolades soul has gotten yeah, which which is great, and Soul is really good. But I think their biggest complaint is is their thing is they're like, dude, we don't, we don't even justify an upcharge, and I think that's where Disney's fucking up with these thirty dollars upcharges for certain select movies mm, and not for others. Yes. Because how come this movie, that's a Pixar movie, which they've probably been working on for six, seven, eight years, is just going to get thrown to Disney Plus for free? But I have to pay to watch Scarlett Johansson as Black Widow when I've already seen her as Black Widow and fucking die. Like, what's the point? Like so, I could, yeah, I could see that, and I mean, at the same time, I don't, I, I still don't understand why that would quote demoralize an entire crew. You know, I get it. Maybe in the eyes of the Disney execs, your your product doesn't seem as I guess high profile as a Black Widow, and that kind of sucks that Disney's poo pooing on your product. But at the same time, you're Pixar. Everyone loves Pixar. Your movies have pretty much never sucked, except right. for maybe like one. You know, you're gonna get. You're going to get the accolade you deserve, whether it's free, whether it's 30 bucks, whether it's a theater release. Yeah, but I think but I think, too, it's just a matter of that feel of appreciation for all the hard work, you know, and I think that's I could I could understand that because you work at Pixar and you've been working on this movie and then it's just going to get kind of released. And while Soul was great and Soul did good. Soul did good because it was the first movie that got released on Disney+. Plus. It was released on Christmas Day. It was a family movie that everybody could sit and watch, and it was the first time. But then everything after that has really been, we're going to charge you. So why won't they charge for this? Or why are they going to charge for, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, I could understand that because you put your heart and your soul and you work and you bust your ass off for something, and then you get nothing for it. It's like, yeah, man, at the end of the day, everybody's going to see it. It's going to be great, you know. Everybody's going to be talking about it, but gee, would it hurt so much to get a fucking handshake or just a little bit like, yo, man, we appreciate it. Let's kick it out there for 30 days. If nobody pays for it, then nobody fucking pays for it. 
but at least show the artist the respect that they deserve to do that. Or don't do it at all. Don't do it for one and not for the other because the same amount of love, passion, heart, dedication, if not more so, went into the animated movie as it did with the real CGI heavy movie. Yeah, you know, and you, as you're saying this, you brought up a good point. I'm starting to wonder now why they're deciding to charge 30 bucks for Raya the Last Dragon and not Luca. Yep. Well, it makes one chargeable, one not. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I mean, you would think if the Disney execs are looking at one movie by Pixar, one movie by Walt Disney Animation Studios, and just the overall success of both studios. Now, granted, Walt Disney Animation, you know, you've had your Frozens and all that, yeah. so definitely... They're, they're no scrub or anything like that. But just looking at the track record, you would think, well, <laughs> Pixar has almost never stumbled. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think so. I think it's a weird move. So I can understand why the people would be upset. So, you know, I would be yeah. one of them who are just upset. But there's two sides to every coin. And like you said, you're going to get more people who are yeah. going to be on your craft. They're going to see your eye. They're going to have eyeballs on what you're doing. So, you know, hey, at least it's going out. You could be like uh, the original writer of The Emperor's New Groove. And it was called Soul of the Sun. And they worked on it for yeah, six years. that's right. Yeah, and they just completely threw it away and just changed it into The Emperor's New Groove, which is still Disney's fucking best movie ever. So I'm not mad about it. But oh, I love it. Anyways, yeah. uh, but... I mean, it, plus they're all going to feel better when Soul walks away with all the with the animation Oscar, anyways. <laughs> yeah, so. absolutely. So uh, our, we're going to wrap up this episode with a little bit of wrestling news. Now, Titus, o I feel like this is a long time coming because of everything Titus O'Neil does and uh, in his community, dude, and just, the, the guy just is a good dude. So here's what's crazy about so, this: is that why is don't that, you kick this off? I was say, this is amazing and good for Titus O'Neil because everything that he's done. But I, the big reason I want to talk about this is because the amount of shit that people are giving him online because they all believe that Shag Gaspard should get the Warrior Award because he swam out there to, you know, he died for saving his son. And it's like, you guys are completely... Titus's fault. Right, and it's like, you're completely looking over everything that fucking Titus has done to be to where he is. And it's just, it just, it just kind of goes to show what we were saying earlier. Nobody can fucking be happy for anybody. They're right. always mad at everyone's successes. And look at, I mean, yeah, Titus O'Neil doesn't wrestle. Like, when was the last time this dude wrestled? Was when he slid underneath the ring, I think. Right. But the amount of goodwill. Yeah, which was awesome. Dude, he has won a legit award for Father of the Year. The national thing. That's a real, like, I mean, so if anybody deserves it with the goodwill and the fact that he is going to stand up there and co-host WrestleMania with Hulk Hogan's racist ass, I think it's fantastic. So he deserves the Warrior <laughs> War, bro. And plus, do, do all these people really want to reduce what Shad Gaspard was and what he did for his son and everything down to a fucking reward? Right, and the Hall of, like, right? It's like the I movie mean, album. Like, get off of it. Like, it's important, but... Let Titus know this. Hey, over under, how long do you think it'll be? I'll bet you now, 50 bucks. Uh, how long do you think it'll be before Hulk Hogan accidentally uses the N word? On air? On or just like on, another on, week? Li on live TV, WrestleMania weekend when he's up there with Titus O'Neil. I'm just saying, it seems like Hogan has a pattern flooding his slip out, and I think he might be like, What's up, Titus? My. And then I'm going to be like, Whoa, we got to pause this because I feel like Hogan's about to say something wrong. Oh, my God. That's all I'm saying. Well, you know what? We're, we're watching it together, so. It's going to be a we will, good time. We will, be, we will be watching with bated breath. We will be, because Hogan will do something <laughs> stupid. man. And, and you know what's crazy, man, is uh, is I haven't watched WWE in a minute, but I'm excited for WrestleMania, man. Uh, I'm looking forward to this dude, week. Totally. It's WrestleMania. Right. It's WrestleMania week, man. I think 
Edge versus Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. The three-way for the championship is going to tear the fucking house down. We've got a rated R uh, heel Edge right now. We've got fucking New Day. Yep. we got Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. We've got Logan Paul. Who- now that's the match I'm most looking forward to. Right. Um, did, have you ever seen their old stuff from uh, Ring of Honor when Sami Zayn was still El Generico? Uh, I've seen a couple of them, man. And I've, I've, seen, I've seen a few of their matches. Have you seen their season. ladder match at Final Battle? I have seen that one. That shit was insane. Oh my god! Those two, yeah, I, this will be a good. I match. think that they're gonna as go long as up. WWE doesn't you know fuck around with it. No, and I saw some. I saw some uh, some drone footage of the set they're building, and they're building a ship inside of Raymond James Stadium. So I'm also gonna bet fifty bucks that Shane McMahon is gonna jump good. off of it, or Kevin Owens will jump off of it. Uh, they both probably will. They both like to do that uh, shit. I can't wait. It's gonna be fun, man. But I mean, they're they're both gonna regret it. In a decade, oh, yeah. but you know but what? You do you. Absolutely. And if you jump off shit, I'm all, I'm totally down. And, and, and speaking so. exactly, dude, do it. And then what's cool about WrestleMania weekend is something that I always like. It's the Hall of Fame, which they're going to air tomorrow night on USA. Yep. And what's cool about this is that I heard say that Ozzy Osbourne is going into the Hall of Fame, which is dope. But this right here is somebody that I really. Yeah, they're going to uh, he's going to be their other celebrity because they got William Shatner going in as well. Uh, you know, you told me about that, and I legit thought he was already in there. Yes, so did I. But what makes yeah, this so. dope is that we are now getting the original 420 Mr. Splits himself RVD in the Hall of Fame, and I can't fucking... Yes. I, what, what's a shame is that they really should have inducted him last year because then he would have got it inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 420 because it would have been you know April of 20, and that would have been good for him. But I'll take him on 421 because he's okay. Yeah, and, but WWE's weird about being family-friendly. Yeah, all but uh, all Matt Riddle does is talk about smoking weed forgetting where he is right now. So That's true. Yeah, but dude... True. This is dope, man. This is again. I I take the WWE Hall of Fame with a grain of salt. You know, like it's cool to see Scott Hall finally get the oh, recognition sure. and stuff like that. But and, and, yeah. you know, but this is cool, man. And but the begs the question: Are they doing this because they're afraid that he would go to AEW or what's going on? He could easily go to AEW. I mean, look at all the WWE Hall of Famers that are in AEW right now. True. They could give him the Hall of Fame ring, and the next day he debuts on AEW. That is true. That is true. So. That, that did happen because Billy Gunn was in AEW, and then he still got inducted to the Hall of Fame as DX. Yeah, yeah. That's right, because Triple H, yeah, keep Kane's le- also getting in, uh, which which is more than well-deserved. Right, so- I, mean, I never was a big Kane fan in terms of his in-ring skills, but you know, as like a 17-year-old, 18-year-old kid, you know, watching him debut as Undertaker's long lost, supposed to be dead brother and all that. You know, it's you, Kane. You suspend your disbelief and you buy into that. <laughs> yeah, it's Kane. It's Kane. It's gonna be Kane. Plus, God their first it. match at um, their first match at WrestleMania 14 was was legit. That was yeah. a good match, dude. I'm excited for Kane to get in there, man, because Kane's somebody who's been there for 20 years, who's always put in the work and he's always done it. That dude's competed in more ladder matches than I've climbed ladders to hang Christmas lights. So I give him all yeah, the fuck- absolutely, dude. And he's always put on a show, and <laughs> dude, he just seems like a good dude, man. So, I mean, I, again, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping Undertaker inducts him because, you know, he's finally broken the character. I think it's a shame that the Undertaker didn't get to induct Paul um, oh, Paul Bear into the Hall of Fame when he went in. But I think that yeah. the Undertaker might write that wrong, and he'll be there to induct Kane. Hopefully, fingers crossed. But I did read an interesting fact, that funny, that this WrestleMania is going to be the first time in WrestleMania – since WrestleMania 4, that Shawn Michaels, Triple H, or The Undertaker are not wrestling on a WrestleMania card. <laughs> so, 
That's awesome. Just I read that today, and I verified that first WrestleMania without that's either one of the three of them on a match. So there it is. Man, you know, if anything, Kane deserves to go into the Hall of Fame just for that line he gave us. Remember? I yes. forgot what year it was. Remember when K-Quick thought, or K-Quick, R-Truth thought he was uh, in the Money in the Bank ladder match? And he was like, when I climb up that ladder and I grab that briefcase. And Kane's like, dude, you're not even in the match. <laughs> I like- and R-Truth goes, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> my bad. Dude, I was a big fan of like Kane with Team Hell No. Him and Daniel Bryan, man, I thought they were really good together. Oh, yeah. And they had to go to therapy. They did, man. I was at the, they were all in San Jose where they had to hug it out finally. And that shit was crazy, man. That was a good time. Just two nice. grown men hugging in a wrestling ring. Had 30,000 people going bananas. Oh, man. It was great. Well, uh, well, I mean, well-deserved, man, for both of them, man. especially RBD, man. What he's put his body through, my God. Yeah. And the man can still do the splits. The, fa- yeah. the man can still do the splits, and you know what? He's got me sold on stretching. Absolutely. I got, I'm got. i actually going to do it as soon as we get off this uh, to this podcast, because my legs are killing me. Yeah, I absolutely have to, because my back is killing me. Absolutely. Well, dude, this has been a blast, brother. It's good to talk. Yeah, so uh, like I said at the beginning of the show, we're going to try to make this a weekly thing now and keep the episodes a little bit shorter. So uh, uh, glad you could join me, Josh. Uh, it was a good time. You can follow me on Twitter at ToneZone81. Y'all can catch me at BruceBain66. And we will see you guys next week. Later, Gators. Later, Gators.